Don't forget your phone, keys, and wallet. Come on, you're a freaking adult. Get your shit together. talking about today, Ari? I think we're talking about immigration. Yes. Um, we've got a lovely guest. Yeah, they've John. been on the show before. Do we use yeah. my name? It's about immigration. Oh, oh, we use my real oh, name. Okay. Yeah, what, uh, name? Uh, oh, what name would you like to Sonny Jantos. Sonny Jantos. Sonny so Jantos. We've got Sonny <laughs> Jantos. Jana Bong. <laughs> yeah. Um, Will. Aliases that have been on the show before. Uh, what do they have in common? They're both brownish. They're on the spectrum of really? brown. Are Koreans considered brown now? Bona's pretty tan for I'm a Korean. Like you are very brown tan. Korean. You've been around <laughs> enough brown for you. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're brown adjacent. There's a story about that about her mom hates how brown she is, how tan she is. So funny. But beyond that, they're both immigrants. Yeah. Professional immigrants, as we call it on our post copy. Y'all ain't from here. <laughs> No. Where are y'all from? Um, I'm from Korea. Okay. Like citizenship wise. Yeah. But I grew up in Thailand and Pakistan and then came here. So from all around. <laughs> from all around. Yeah. When did you come to America? America. So yeah, 2007. Okay. August. Yeah. So and I've been here. New York City is the first American city. America city of America that I came here. <laughs> like I've never even traveled to America. Yeah. So I thought that I thought this was America. This is America. I mean, it feels like it. What do you mean you thought this was America? Like diversity and all of this. You like, thought New York city. represents America. Uh -huh. oh, uh -huh. Like I never thought about what America is like even. Because I've never traveled before and I didn't really pay attention. We've seen like, movies and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What, what about you, Sonny Jantos? Uh, I, uh, I'm Brazilian by citizenship. Lived there till I was around seven. Then I moved to the U.S. Uh, and I was here, I lived in Dallas. Um, and I went to school there till 1990. And then I moved to Italy. I moved to Rome, lived in Rome for three and a half years. And I lived in Sicily for about a year. Moved back to Dallas, then went to high school, college there. Moved back to Italy to work. Mm -hmm. From Italy, came back to New York, and I've been in New York now since 2003. Sure. And uh, yeah, been moved, moved around since then. But like those are like the, the growing up years were uh, Brazil, U.S., Italy. Was that was that difficult at all? Like... I uh, I was a pretty um, I was a pretty I, I didn't mind hanging out by myself a lot when I was a kid. I have, I have a brother and he has autism. And so growing up with him, I was really protective of him. So my parents kind of like didn't let us go to school together because I was getting fights. Mm. And so, and I also couldn't like, I was really like energetic and athletic and stuff. Like, but I couldn't really throw the ball and stuff with him. So 
that led me to like learning how to like, you know, hang out and run around and play soccer for the kids and be like more uh, just proactive in making friends because yeah. before the internet, so you actually had to go make friends. So every time I like moved, it wasn't difficult because I was super excited to get there and figure out a way, like how quickly can I learn this language and yeah, go yeah. play soccer or whatever. Uh, so those were, those were, uh, you know, that kind of, that helped out. Um, was was it easier to make friends in certain locations? Like, I think uh, I was kind of a weird little novelty wherever I went. Mm -hmm. So um, I played up to whatever the stereotype was. So here mm -hmm. they assumed that I could play soccer. So yeah. I was like, all right, Johnny's a fucking soccer kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in Italy they assumed that I not only play soccer, but you got the brown thing where people are scared of you, maybe you're stronger. Than Something. So you get that. So I didn't have any problems really getting fights. I, and then I spoke English, and so like I would do stuff like, oh, in Italy uh, when I was in like sixth grade, I so the way that we like did lunch, uh, and it was um, for like five hundred lira, you get like a piece of pizza bread, mm -hmm. of like focaccia bread, <laughs> delicious, yeah. and a soda, you know, and that was like you know it was lunch whatever. And um, sometimes I would bring stuff I didn't have like that. To, I didn't have enough for like a piece of pizza or whatever. So uh, I would go and I would do, I would either translate New Kids on the Block lyrics huh. for girls for like a piece of their like lunch or whatever. Yeah. Or I would, um, I would rap, but not rap. I would sing like different strokes, uh, the Bartman, yeah. uh, anything that they would remember that was in English, I would do it. And I would like basically perform, and I'd get the pizza or friends and this, that, and the other, and like I'd make myself like not popular, but like friendly. So you use and like pop culture as like a currency to a certain degree. I use that, yeah. And then same thing when I would visit Brazil, like I was the only kid on the block with a Nintendo at the time. Yeah. So I would charge kids yeah, twenty five, the equivalent of twenty five cents to come to my grandmother's yeah. living. I got in so much trouble. Go to my grandmother's living room and play, and, but I'd monitor like. You're not playing for like 30 minutes. You're playing three live Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> and once your yeah. three lives are out, you're next. Like next dude. Pay up, next. Pay up get out. Yeah. Get out. Get out. So I'd run it like that. Uh, I had little like, I had little hustles where, um, where I had, uh, I went to Brazil for a little bit. I didn't go to school. So what I would do, I realized that these kids had different uh, school schedules in Brazil. Some kids would go to school super early in the morning. Some mm. kids would go to school like at 6 p.m. at night. Huh. So I would get them in different schedules and we would go and pick up uh, scrap metal mm. and we'd go around and we would get scrap metal and we would sell it and we would buy whatever like soccer stuff that we wanted or figurines or whatever the hell we wanted and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'd like try to be, I don't know, try to make myself useful or friendly because otherwise it was going to be lonely. I didn't yeah. have a choice. So otherwise you're just staying home. And you're like either reading the Bible or studying or doing something that's boring or cleaning. So mm -hmm. my only refuge is like make friends that you got to like be kind of out there. So I'm like the uh, annoying like immigrant, like loud immigrant. I'm the opposite. Loud I'm, I'm the yeah, loud yeah. Totally opposite. Total opposite. She's like endearing and lovely. How nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a pleasure to have her. And then and me is like, fuck show. this guy. <laughs> I can't avoid him. Well, what was your experience like? Well, yeah. like, because I'm not as loud and, like, you know, crazy as Johnny, like, I, like, 
as Johnny said, like it was very difficult to like make friends when you're moving around. Mm-hmm. And you, you just like made a whole group of friends, and then you know my family is like, okay, now we're leaving the country to another place. Yeah. And we're like, shit, like I have to make another new friend. But um, for me, it was like really hard mm-hmm. <laughs> because like my personality is also very like timid and shy, and I was like super even more like shy as a kid. Yeah. So I wouldn't you know go out to them and talk to them at, like. First, they, I had to like wait for them to come to me. And, yeah. Like, someone talked to me, kind of thing, and yeah, that's how like slowly it took time to make friends. But it was difficult. What was your guys? Uh, what was your guys' view of America when you were growing up, when you were kids? Before um, you had ever been, you know. Well, I first time. Why did you want to come here then? Um, well, first of all, because like it was a big country, there would be more opportunity than, you yeah. know. And I was like more focused on like art wise because I wanted to come to art school specifically. And Korea's my, Korea was like my only another choice. And I just didn't want to go to Korea. So I just came to New York City. Did you perceive Americans to be a particular type of way? Like, like, for example, I mean, yeah, like, like back then as a kid, did you have a, a like an image of an American in your head? Was it cowboy hats? Was it like yeah, ca- I think cow- cowboy hats, and <laughs> really? like very like Chewing just on like wheat. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> but also, I thought it was like, I mean, because it's a huge country, like a lot of diversity. Yeah. I grew up around missionaries a lot, so for me, when I was a little kid, I really, really wanted to speak English. Like yeah. even before I knew anything about America, I knew a few things. I knew what Texas's shape was because mm-hmm. we had a magnet on our on our thing. Nice. I knew all about Walt Disney, and like I watched Disney cartoons constantly. Oh, Obsessed yeah. about America when I was a child. Yeah. Obsessed, yeah. and I think it's so funny looking back to me now that when I was a kid, I just want. For, I don't know what it meant to me. And for me, I wanted to speak English so bad. One time I was in, we were at church, and I sang in the kids' choir. Mm-hmm. And I decided, for whatever reason, that weekend, I spoke English. My idea of speaking English was to speak Portuguese with an, um, that thick American accent mm-hmm. that the preacher spoke, who's American, speaking Portuguese. Where was Portuguese, he from? Paulo in Brazil. I don't know, he was from, he was from the U.S. Yeah. But he spoke... El Caro Falar Portuguese. Bom dia, Telemundo. So, yeah, so I was like, <laughs> to the band, oh, Joao, come here. And so I was like, all right. So I was loud, obviously, <laughs> as a child. And I started singing. So you sang Portuguese in an in, in in American, American accent. Wow. Yeah, people funny. started to smile and crack up, realizing what I was doing. I thought I was doing a good thing. Yeah, I got my butt. They thought you were being facetious. I thought I was like, yo. And then the the, the preacher's wife came up to me and she was like, hey, 
why would you do that? And I was like, I'm speaking English. I was like, you idiots. Yeah. Don't you know anything? I speak English now. This is what it is. So like, when I was a kid, I was obsessed. And like the other, uh, the cartoon, uh, An American Tale, mm -hmm. came out yeah, right when we moved to the US. So for me, like that was like a big part. And then I grew up watching Night Court and I, think that heavily influenced Night you. Court? Yeah, Night Court was a 1980s sitcom where there's this guy named Harry as a judge and they and the whole thing and he was kind of judges at night. And he would yeah. do and it was all these New York characters coming through the night court. They'd be like, you know, drunks and prostitutes and thieves and this, that and the other. And he'd go through and you know, wackiness would ensue. There was like uh Bull who was the bailiff and he was like uh he was kind of like the sound strong guy but he was kind of funny, goofy and then uh, then you had Roz and Mac, who are like kind of ba also bailiffs and like you know court dudes, and yeah. then you had the different the different characters. But everyone from New York would show up. So for me, like seeing that vision of New York uh, was big, grown up, and I didn't realize like when when I was in Italy and I had to decide where I was going to come back to, um, the only place that I could really think of that made sense for me that had all the immigrants and I wasn't going to stand out so much. Uh, was New York, mm. so that was a big reason. Because I've lived in the other places in the U.S. and yeah. I've been around all sorts of, you know, I grew up around all sorts of people, a lot of different types of white folks. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice, well-meaning, helped me out a lot. But it was just I was always there was always something different about me, and it was I like, never allowed to forget that for a second. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think like that uh, as an immigrant, <laughs> I've heard other immigrants when they go back to their country, they're just like. Like, oh shit, like you go back to Africa and you're like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a whole. Yeah. When I go to Brazil, I'm like, oh, wait a second. Everyone's Brazilian here. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's something I haven't really experienced that much. Do you guys, being a professional there. Do you guys remember the first American you ever met in your life? Yeah, like yeah. missionaries. Missionaries for it, yeah. I mean, I went to American school, like, Oh, uh, right, yeah, your teachers. So, like, teachers all my American. teachers were American Americans. Yeah. And what were they like? Were they good I people? Mean, they were, yeah, they were super nice. I had, like, one of my favorite English teachers, she was, like, American. She was from, I think, like, Connecticut or something. Um, but, yeah, like, my perception, yeah, like, as first, like, American, we're all, like, but they're all white, yeah. Yeah, I positive American views. Yeah. And I was very defensive of America, even when I when I left uh, go to Italy for the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, I was very like when people would talk shit about the U.S. I was always mm -hmm. like, you know, what are you talking about? You know, I take that side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, were Were there any like promises that you felt were unfulfilled when you <laughs> moved to America? Like, did somebody say, "Oh, you know, like America's gonna be the land of freedom and no. Okay. It's like yeah. you come here, you get. I think that's yeah. Like, I, my mom and my dad worked really hard. Mm -hmm. So, for me, it was just like you get what you put into it. Yeah. That's it. That and we saw that to be true here. Like that was, that as was much here. as possible. Yeah. Like you know, uh, my mom cleans houses, and we've had a pretty good life, better than a lot of Brazilians. Mm -hmm. And there's something to be said about that. Yeah. So you know, it's yeah. like you work hard, you get what you work hard for hopefully and it's not all that's just the American dream right it's the American yeah. dream and it's not not everyone gets it there's totally get that like things are unfair and this doofus in the White House now and all that yeah. like but all that being said like 
you can still as an immigrant navigate through and there's good people in America that'll give you a shot. Mm-hmm. You can still work hard and have it pay off. Yeah, I think some of it is just like playing off of, like what, how do you want it to pay? What are you trying to, what's your goal as the immigrant? Are you a temporary immigrant? Are you trying to go back? Are you like mm-hmm. trying to stay That's within your community? Point. Are you like, you know, marrying outside of your, uh, outside of your culture and starting a whole new line of immigrants? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that, that all these things kind of depends what your vision of the American dream is and what your goal is. Yeah. So like, I, I definitely, if my family moved to America, like, all together, then I probably, I think I would have been that different, like, perception. Instead of, like, me just moving into America mm. and my family's still in Korea. Yeah. yeah. Um, huh. So, like... I don't know. When it comes to America, uh, have you taken on any... I mean, you've been in America for a long time. Yeah, but, man, you wouldn't know I wasn't American you, if I didn't say anything. Yeah. Have you, yeah. Have you assimilated? Yeah. <laughs> what does it mean to assimilate to you guys? Do you, th- do you see it as something you, like, yearned to do or wanted to do? Like, you mentioned, like, really wanting want to learn English when you were a kid, but, like... I did, but I didn't without even like without even knowing what assimilation means. Is that something like you wanted to do, or do you see that kind? Yeah, of but I also wanted to be blonde and blue eyes when I was a kid too. Really? Yeah, and I, I thought that all that, and also thought that if you were tall, you automatically knew how to read. <laughs> so yeah, like, so yeah, so, yeah, so, like I thought all sorts of shit. So I do. Yeah, so I get what you're saying. So yeah, so like I thought all sorts of things, but like uh, as far as assimilating, for me, it was just a matter of like. Yo, let's make it easier on myself. Mm-hmm. I was never, yeah. I was always the different, it's kind of looking different whatever kid. Mm-hmm. So yeah. either I, I, I would play to those strengths as much as I could, and then I realized where I had to just like tone it the fuck down, or learn my English, or speak Republican, or whatever the hell it is. And I always thought of it like this. I was like, these are just all tools in a fucking toolbox. Yeah. Like, yeah. It doesn't, like just because I can fit into this, doesn't mean that this is me. Yeah. This is me as a def- defense mechanism. Maybe I'll be a good spy someday. Like, whatever. But uh, it just, it helps, like, the more you learn about the culture that you're in, whether you're in Germany, whether you're in Japan, whether you're here, just the better you'll be able to navigate the system and the easier you'll make yourself and take advantage of the system just like everyone else, you know, and be uh, yeah. successful. Yeah, I think that's also the reason why I chose to come to America instead of like going back to Korea or something because I have grown up in like American schools so like that's a little more comfortable than like going to Korea and then just like surrounded by all like Koreans and like I'll be like feeling like a minor outsider. Were there there certain moments in pop culture that like I don't know, felt like a setback or that, that set back your culture or like your, I don't know, um, like it takes a while for you to enter. Like sometimes when I'm at work mm-hmm. and let's say somebody in the black community does something that's like really stupid, like what's his name? Um, Jesse Smollett. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, like oh, damn it, come on, man. Like, setting us back. <laughs> yeah, he's setting us back. Like, has there been something in like. S- setting you back for like who? Like the general public? Just a like, as, as stereotypes? Yeah. yeah. Like, setting you back from integrating with every with other cultures, you know? Or like, with other cultures, like being okay with like the immigrant in the room, for example, or like the Korean immigrant. Like, 
people didn't know much about Brazilians when I was a kid until all they really knew was soccer. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was yeah. soccer, 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 soccer. Yeah. Which is whatever. I I can I could play soccer okay, but that you know whatever. I'm not like Pelé. I'm not doing yeah. that. So, but I I'll play up to that. However, later on, other stereotypes about Brazilians started to kind of go and infiltrate. Like just I just just immigrant stereotypes. Or in Texas, like you're brown or Mexican, like no one's going to ask what type of brown you are. Now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and, and not just Texas, but just other places. It's like people aren't really trying to find the you know. The nuances of, of your shade. Mm -hmm. So, um, so whenever like for me like the negative stuff that's happened, it'll be like people thinking that uh, oh remember that Colombian there was a Colombian soccer player who got shot in the head because he scored his own goal. People thought that yeah, was yeah. people thought it was a Brazilian guy forever. So I got to hear about that. Yeah. And then you got then you hear about then when Shusha came to town, this was <laughs> back and it's like a, a, a children's TV hostess and she was just like. Had her ass out and looked super hot, but totally inappropriate for a thirteen-year-old. Yeah. People would be like, "No, it's a carnival." That's all mm -hmm. people like. Those are the things people know. And then when like MMA came out, mm -hmm. woo, that That's helped. It was a boost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a boost <laughs> for all the Brazilians. You're just like, does he fight? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you don't know. So what, what about like, Tekken? Yeah, yeah, Tekken. <laughs> Blanca, yeah. Blanca from Street Fighter. Uh -huh. Like you know, there was all those kind of Brazilian. Blanca's yeah, Brazilian. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a scientist in the Amazon, and he. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah, we even know how to do noises. What about you, Bonnie Korea? What do you think are some of the stereotypes that? Yeah, like oh, one? I have to be good at math. Like people would come up to me like in high school, like saying like, Hey, Bonnie, can you like do my math homework, and I'll do your English homework. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. And of course, like, we all play piano well, and like, some kind of instrumental. We're all in band, like, all the Koreans and, yeah. What about, do you, do you think, general. like, uh, North Korea and all that has, like, uh, oh, yeah, definitely. stereotypes was, about Koreans? Not so much, because, but also the question that they ask, this is the first time, like, when I came to America, I think. I've never heard someone ask me, like, from north or south, like, when mm. I said I'm Korean. Oh. Yeah. So I've never heard that anyone else, like, until I came to America. Oh. So that was, but I didn't think it, like, changed any perception for, like, South Koreans, like, generally, because it's, like, totally different. What's, what's something that you get, like, annoyed by? Like, what, what's, what's something that, like, Americans ask all the time? It's like, oh, like, for example, like, I don't know, what's your favorite Korean restaurant or something? Or like, no. take me to the best. I mean, is that like annoying or is that like, is that something that, I mean, I feel no, like you've answered really, this question. I, I don't really get point. annoyed by that, but I think this is going to, of course, like, be always, I'm not annoyed by it because it's like, I've heard so many times, but like, just saying like, oh, hey, like, meow. Or uh, some other East yeah. Asian like um, thing, and automatically, yeah, automatically thinking I'm like yeah. Chinese uh, or Japanese. Yeah. It's always Chinese first, and then Japanese, and then Korean. Yeah. Same. You don't know what I am. Yeah. Yeah. You're special. I get like. Yeah, you're. So, you know who like, the pushiest kind of towards me? Stuff. Chinese people really like to claim. 
Huh. Yeah. Wait, which, which people? Chinese oh. people love to claim yeah. me as one of their own. I'm really? Like, Yo, I, am, I, I appreciate it. I'm not part of the tribe. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like, we are from the Why jungle. Why is that? Yeah. I've been the most forcible, though. I've had, like, two Chinese folks, like, in the past year, really be like, all right, all right. <laughs> like, all right, no, 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 I get it, I get it, I get it, you're Brazilian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you're Chinese. Yeah. So Chinese. I'm like, no, man. <laughs> We're jungle funny. folk. Like, yeah. stop it. Uh, I get, but I get that from Brazilians too. A Chinese population, like a pretty so decent Chinese population. Yeah. No, Japanese. The most, the, okay. You know how many Japanese are in Brazil? When I was a kid, before I knew what baseball was, mm -hmm. I called it the Japanese game. Oh. <laughs> oh no, that's the jogo do japonês. Wow. Because in Brazil, that's a Japanese. Because the Japanese people play baseball. I don't know what the fuck baseball was, but I knew that that's the Japanese game yeah. right there. There. Uh, there's, I think, the largest population of Japanese people outside of Japan is in Sao Paulo. Damn. So yeah. whatever, that's fine. There, there was but, a Japanese. No, I'm thinking of a different country. Um, there was like a Japanese president. Oh, Peru had Peru. a Fujimura, Fujimura, something oh, like wow. that. He was, uh, he was the president of uh, Peru. He didn't wow. do very well. That's cool. So yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. Watch a lot of news. Yeah, you yeah. guys see, obviously, we're all uh, people of color here. And we see, like, I mean, if we compare ourselves to, like, white Americans, we obviously can see every day that they have a certain amount of privilege over us. But you guys, as, like, actual immigrants, see me and Ari, who are Ameri were born in America, but are also colored. Do you see us as having more privilege compared to you guys as immigrants? I do. Maybe. Yeah, I think not so much. Maybe not you guys. You know what I, what I always get that's annoying is when people are surprised that you do something and i don't know if maybe as that's, an immigrant yeah or well, i don't know for whatever reason people are like oh you can do that and i'm huh. like bitch like what the fuck what, what but yeah. not obvious it's probably like kind of i don't know what do you, how do you think it survived well, be it at work or it could be like even stupid stuff like my running or, huh. or anything outside of like just DJing and like partying stuff. Like mm -hmm. when you're seriously like trying to make a living as a producer, and like, yeah. you wow. know, I got to do yeah. budgets and that and the other and, yeah. and and whatever. And it's like people are surprised. Like, well, Why is that? Do you think they assume because you're an immigrant you're struggling? I don't know. Or you're like, I don't know. Maybe in it's life. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. But That's I've encountered that a lot, even growing up, when people are like surprised, and I'm like, how? Like how? Oh, like he's tall and he reads. Well, really? Yeah. 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 Right. Good Which is, job. It's, like, the, it's it's on it's on the vibe of like, oh wow, Ari enunciates really well. Right, right, right. Like yeah, um, yeah. like stuff like I that. Mean, yeah, it's subtle. Yeah. Accent, yeah. yeah, I could see an accent thing being like a, a differentiator between us. I always got like a big kick off of like really trying to not have an accent, like just trying to like make it to where people were surprised that I was from somewhere else. That I don't mind. But I get surprised of like achievements where people are like, oh shit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm an idiot. But you um, learned Portuguese as your first language? Yeah. So you only learned English like when I was like seven years old. What about you, Barney? You said yeah when I said that we have a little bit more privilege. Yeah, I you. feel like just the culture wise because I mean for me like um, I came to America like late like so I feel like you guys know like American culture more so like you can it's like easier for you guys to like kind of like drop references yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, the reference. Because so, that's like the hardest thing for me because I mm. didn't grow up in America, but I still went to American school, but it's not like 
all Americans there, you know? But, yeah. Yeah. So it was more like international school. What about you, Are Have you ever thought about that? Us having more privilege? Yeah, I, I have. Um, I thought about that in the context of school, um, college yeah. in particular, mm -hmm. uh, just because like, well, so a little background on me, um, I used to work for the Immigration Services Office at VCU. Oh. Um, so I was a guy that like, when people came in, I would greet them, would tell them where mm -hmm. to, you know, um, where to go to handle their information, and this and that. Um, and I had to like collect their documents um, or like, you know, uh, forward them to the actual immigration, like USCIS. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and going through all that paperwork and like, I don't know, getting an understanding of all the shit that they have to do just to like transfer one class to another, right? Or like if, if their parents are sick, for example, like they have to like request, they have to pay like $300 just to like get a stamp, you know, yeah. like a document stamped and yeah. then they have to go home and expensive, yeah. yeah, yeah. like. We have the luxury of like dicking around, yeah. In yeah, in college, sure. uh, we can get in trouble occasionally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we less on the I line. See, I see. Yeah. I, I see. Like the whole, sometimes when like as far as uh, me personally, I don't feel like people have like I, the, the privilege thing doesn't bother me so much. But sometimes I'm like I think back and I'm like, wow, if my parents had the knowledge that I have now, mm -hmm. you know, they would have really would have helped me out like getting into college making correct decisions like yeah. starting out with my life but I had to learn a lot of things on my own and like just kind of really navigate all of this without a safety net mm -hmm. which yeah. is a, the yeah. thing that a lot of immigrants don't have <clears throat> that safety net like, yeah when you said that oh I could fuck up in college and I, I couldn't yeah, yeah. My parents like, yeah. My dad was like, "Yo, either you get a scholarship or or you're not going to college. Yeah. Either you figure out a way." Like, so I, I ran my behind off and won stuff. So it's I true. He has no butt anymore. No butt. Long, the long backs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the other Brazilian stereotype. That's the other Brazilian stereotype <laughs> that, I, that I take offense to. How yeah. dare you assume? How dare you assume I have a butt? <laughs> I guess that's why people are like, oh, he's Asian. And so you guys both, you guys both, I mean, we know, but you guys both have, for the audience, you guys both have your green cards. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I'm working on getting my citizenship this year. Oh, cool. It just takes a while. I'm conflicted. Like, part of me wants to really get it to vote this guy out. Yeah. Part of me really doesn't want to have this. I don't want to have this picture in my thing. I don't want to have, because they take a picture of you and all this, and in the background, I don't want his mug back there, his orange Cheeto face on there. Yeah, like, wait, how long have you had your green card? Forever, since I was like, since I was 17, 18. Oh, so you are way eligible to have been a citizen. Yeah. I still have time. I just recently got mine, so. You got, you got work to do. You got to stay out of trouble, yeah. kid. Yeah. So I'm still like, well, my friend was asking, like, oh, after five years when you're eligible for citizenship, are you going to apply for it? But right now, I don't want to. <laughs> but who knows? Still a great passport. So good. I mean, also, here, a great passport. I mean, travel-wise, it's awesome because mm -hmm. it's a hassle being from another country and like traveling around sometimes. But... I've been here for so long. I'm so like invested in just the culture and the politics and mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. that, that you know, I, I said yeah. before, like I need to 
yeah. be part of it more yeah. than just like oh encouraging God. people or being like, you know, hey, or sharing yeah. whatever on Facebook. Because I, I, I hold back a lot. Slack. Uh, yeah, well, it's slack, but I hold back a lot, especially after Trump got in office. My mom was like, yo, we just like relax on the political activism. Because I got on that uh, Occupy Wall Street tip for a minute. Mm -hmm. And she was scared for you? Well, yeah, because my dad was a, I mean, I was a political prisoner. My dad went through hell and was like active yeah. in, in protests and politics and whatnot. So it was like, so my mom was like, don't, don't do that. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, why why make it rougher on myself? Yeah. Plus, you check your social media, and everyone knows what everyone thinks about this guy. It's like, it's no news. Yeah. It's just yeah. echo chamber. Yeah. Sorry. Can you guys talk about uh, your process of getting green cards? Because I know that that process can be, I mean, I already touched on it a bit by helping people, but it can be like expensive. Yeah. Takes a long time. There's a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of time moments for doubt creeps in. Dude, it's a lot of luck. I mean, I know, I yeah, know for a fact too. that Bona's experience is drastically different than mine. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, every it year it becomes. I lucked into it. Well, I started mm. with yours, yeah, because yeah. it was different back then. My I mom, cleaned, my, my mom was my cleaning parents. the house for some, like, well-connected people in the Reagan and Bush administration. Uh -huh. mm. And oh, when wow. they realized that their housekeeper was gonna have to go to Mexico to renew her visa. And maybe the if they like helped us get our green card. I think we got our green cards in a month. Shit! Wow. This is back. This is pre nine eleven. This yeah. was before yeah. all the bullshit. Yeah. yeah. This is when there was not that many Brazilians around. Yeah. And my mom cleans a house like you won't believe. He wouldn't yeah. let her leave the country either. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, so we got blessed. We got really lucky. And that's the thing that's so conflicting to me as an immigrant. I have been helped beyond belief mm -hmm. by the same people that want that motherfucking wall built. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I got sent to school. I got sent to private school. I speak English like this, like a white kid. Mm -hmm. And I grew up in a black neighborhood. Mm -hmm. My brother's white adopted as a voice deeper than Barry White speaks like a 40-year-old black man because he learned English with all the, in, in the black public school. Yeah. yeah. And I went to a white private school. Mm. So I ended up getting in fights with my friends because they say, Jonathan, you talk white. Yeah, 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 thing. yeah. But, uh, Same. All, like, <laughs> right? So you know, you know the feeling. So like, but fast forward all these years and I think about how much I got helped, all the hand-me-downs, all the financial help, people coming to our house, I was like, run down and put an air conditioner in there. Mm. Uh, the lady from, that started Focus on the Family and Heritage Foundation bought us a car back in the day. Oh. Like, Things like people have been kind beyond belief. Yeah. And I don't know if that's like out there anymore. I think I don't know if people can go to the well like that it's anymore. Changed, yeah. Yeah. And it breaks my heart when I see and it, it bothers me to criticize as an own citizen because mm -hmm. I'm like, yo man, I really want to criticize this country because I love it and I want things to change and I want to get my view out there. But at the same time I'm like I still have a little bit of that, uh, yo, you know, you're not a citizen, so Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, Would you, so I mean, to that point, like I was going to ask this, um, but like. Well, what was, what was well, your process, bro? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because you said it's a lot different from this. Yeah, right? I mean, I've met like a lot of people who like got green card and you heard a lot of stories on Like back then, it was super easy. But yeah, I mean, I still feel lucky that I always 
I got my green card like recently because even now, like after I got it, it's like super hard. But in the Trump administration, yeah. What do you have have to do? So, well, I started out as a work visa, so that's like six years limited, and then after that, you either have to like leave the country or get a green card. Um, So I got lucked out that um, my work sponsored me after when my visa was about to expire. So they sponsored me, like asked me, do you want to apply for a green card? I, I said yes, not even knowing that it will take this long. Um, so yeah, that began the process. There's so many paperwork and you have to like read through like lots of time oh. to make sure that information is all like consistent. Yeah. And then you, you go to the office and then apply and you you wait and then final 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 is you go to an inter- interview and then they ask you like basic questions but you kind of have to answer it like as you've written down on the paper yeah and yeah you just, and then you wait again <laughs> what, what were the questions like oh it's just like basic questions like oh what do you do in the country mm-hmm. what are you going to do like but it wasn't no. like well, who's the thirty second president of the United no, States. That's what are the six like flags under Texas? Yeah, yeah. over Texas. Yeah, that's like citizenship. Yeah, that's like citizenship. Oh, okay. It's kind of detailed, I think, mm-hmm. actually, for that. Shit. Yeah. yeah, permanent residency is like, oh, you've li- lived long enough in the country, so you can get in trouble yeah, mm. without getting okay. trouble. That's the thing. You don't be getting in trouble because yeah. you're done. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I'm like, so I bike to work every day, mm-hmm. and. Uh, one thing that I've noticed is that, like, even when, like, I mean, I don't know, I run red, red, red lights when I need to, right? Like, oftentimes, just cars just aren't yeah, sure. in my way, right? So, while I run red lights, like, all the people that look like immigrants, they fucking abide the rules. Not, so, like, yeah, they not getting caught. Not this not, way. Not they, like this. They are not risking it. Yeah. yeah. Not like this. Every not over, time. Not over a red light. Yeah. It could be like completely empty. Safe drivers. Yeah. Who are safe drivers? That's uh, also, I mean, talking about this, like, that's also the reason I didn't like do uh, any other like outside, like part-time jobs or anything like that while I was in visa situation because... You risk it. Yeah, yeah it's risky. Like, Oh, they find out that you're oh, doing other work other than the visa-sponsored like work. Yeah, I mean, people do it, you know. You have to pay. We we ended up having because like even though we uh, basically got sponsored and got our green cards and stuff, mm-hmm. there was a fact that we did work. My parents, we had been in the country, had been working, so mm-hmm. they, there was like fines and back taxes. Mm-hmm. And so all sorts of stuff that you have to pay. So don't get it wrong; it's never easy. Yeah. For the average person, so you have it's to get paid by cash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some there's always something. So like there was struggles after the green card, but it was whatever. Like you do whatever you got to do, then the options of having to go back to your country. Yeah. Yeah. You start from zero. So it's like, uh, yeah. So, so so what is like what's the motivation behind like it being so difficult and there's such these days such rhetoric against immigrant immigration and immigrants and all this hate speech. What's like the motivation of like, you know, is there still love for America there or is there still like Yeah, yeah man, this still pass. This is like this is just a blip. I mean I hope. I mean overall I think America's got like a pretty good track record of being decent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about yeah, that. No, I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to say, like, I 
was going to just give up and I had so many times that I thought about like just giving yeah, up and going back to my country. Yeah. But again, like that mind of, you know, when I first decided to come to com uh, America, I was like, that same mind like passed my knees again, like, oh, if I go back to Korea, then that's like outside of my comfort zone, kind of. I have to start over, like, you know, being in Korean culture, which I haven't grown up yeah. like that much. Yeah, you had too much it. invested in yeah. here. And also, yeah, like, my parents paid a lot of money to make me study here. So I'm just like, ah. Oh, yeah. You still think it's this is the best country for like opportunity? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I I've, been, so. I've been here, I've been in Europe, and it's like, it's even in Europe, which is great, but. If you're not from there, from there, like mm -hmm. yo, I speak Italian, like I speak English. Yeah. They do not give a fuck. Yeah. Mm. I am not Italian. Right. You are not gonna take homeboy's job. So, do you consider yourself to be American? Like, like do, do you both consider yourselves Americans? I mean, not That's yet. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, there have been times where I have yeah. and come the ebbs and flows, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. I. It's hard for me because I'm still like even even with the whole like wanting to learn English so bad, yeah. I had an equal fervor to not forget Portuguese. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. at home, I always spoke Portuguese. Yeah. Even when in Italy, we always spoke Portuguese at home, Italian outside. Mm. And so that was like, that. that's always been the rule. Um, but as far as like, I've, I've just been living here for too long not to be American. I go anywhere else, yeah. I'm American, but like, Yes. Just like okay. try the, the hyphen, I guess. Did you guys, would you guys rather be like the hyphen, like no. Korean American, Korean American? Mm. But no, no, that's a little different because like Korean American is like Koreans who like, were born. Yeah, yeah. And they're completely. It's like African American. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, South Africa, Europe. Yeah, she's African, bro. Yeah, it's Charlie's like, theory. <laughs> <laughs> she's not African American. <laughs> I, I think I'm always going to be in between, unless like. From here onwards, I live in America. Yeah, I guess. You know? Yeah, so I'm, I'm right prime. Right. I guess the next if I have kids here, it'll be yeah, their first generation. Yes. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm first generation. Yeah, you're first generation. Do your Do your parents huh? consider themselves to be American or? I think they. If you we ask different them, though, right? Because the, the, they're yeah, they're kind of like. Uh, because you guys were going to be an American colony we until you got screwed America. over oh. during the oh, during right. World War Two, mm. when yeah, everyone concentrated hard. concentrated on that area, on the on those two bombs, and nobody concentrated on uh, what happened was the Philippines got. It's basically it, it was to the point where it could have been a made like a Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah. but then it yeah, didn't. Yeah. It got yeah. screwed. Yeah. It got yeah. screwed. Yeah. It got screwed. Huh. And then and, it, and then uh, and then now. There's also, yeah, but it's true though, because like, yeah, even despite that, like, America's been always, forever, been a huge influence in the yeah. Philippines. Mm -hmm. And personally, like, my dad joined the United States Army when he was like, I don't know, seventeen or something like that. I lived in Sigonella mm -hmm. in Sicily. It was a military base there, mm -hmm. and it was all most of them Filipinos. All my friends were Filipinos. Really, all of them. Nice. And they could, they, they were very American. They were American kids. Yeah. Yeah, I think they, I think my parents would consider themselves American. Yeah, they're very Cali. 
That was mm. the Filipinos okay. I encountered in yeah. Sicily were California Filipinos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was my first time ever even meeting Filipino people. Yeah. It was wild because I was like, are you Mexicans? Like, what's the Because yeah. <laughs> we're next to, like, we're right next to the Etna in Sicily. You couldn't be in a more, like, Italian freaking town. Mm-hmm. And there's a military base there. And, like, I was the only kid that spoke English and Italian really well. And so I was the go-between between the Italian kids and the American kids in the base. Yeah. I had all sorts of little tiny friends. It was a blast. There. <laughs> but that was the that was the first. And so then I hung so I would hang out with all the Filipino kids, the break dancers. It was fun. You're the first Filipino friend I have. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the best. Hot. Yeah. I met like Filipinos, but like we never talked. One of my first friends was Filipino. Wow. Oh yeah, you grew up in like the Filipino community, repping worldwide. (laughs) 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 But you consider yourself more American than Filipino. Yeah, I mean, I was born here. I don't, I don't speak Tagalog. Yeah. Yeah. I think the language speaking part is where you draw a line on the immigrant thing. Mm. It's a big thing, and yeah, right? It's a huge thing. Communication. The longer you can keep it in, I mean, I have no idea how I'm going to teach my kids Portuguese, I guess. Just drop them off to my mom for a year and let her, let her yell them into... Why? You can't why? speak you can't. Portuguese. I can speak at home, yeah. but my wife doesn't speak Portuguese. I mean, but yeah, she Bonham had, yeah. I had those conversations. Yeah, yeah, these are conversations immigrants have. She wants yeah. to teach... Uh, I'm gonna te- I'm gonna speak to my kids in Korean and make sure they learn Korean. Like he yeah. can speak. And they'll just talk. They'll just English. talk shit about me and Elise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you guys backs. Yeah, I got I got to speak in Portuguese at least. I but it's um interesting because I like I my Korean skill improved when I came to New York because there were so many Koreans in New York, like especially in my mm-hmm. school. Yeah, because well. you went to American school. Yeah. For Pakistan. Yeah, in Pakistan there weren't like that many Koreans over there. All my friends were white and, and like yeah. Pakistanis, so that we were all speaking English. And only time I would speak Korean is at home. But then when I came here, I'm apart with my family, and then I hang out with Koreans. Huh. My Korean skill improved. Outside of a language, like what type of like. Um, Parts of culture, do you need to, or do you do you want to ensure, um, I guess, survive your 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 family's bloodline? You know, like what you what do you carry on to your kids? Yeah, like, oh, you, a Brazilian. Yeah, thing? like oh, I'd like, love for them to get my butt. Huh? Your butt? Okay. <laughs> I hope they hear yeah. that. Okay. That tight round Brazilian ass. No, yeah. Food, food, food. Ask for radio. Yeah. 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 Language, of course. Food. So we got food, but food, <laughs> food, but. Uh, how to make rice? But I think, I think uh, just because here's the other thing. I don't really. I'm not. I've been living in Brazil long enough mm-hmm. for me yeah. to be as Brazilian as other people. So for me, it would definitely be like a food thing, a the language, mm-hmm. and through the language, you you know, was there's this quote. Uh, by this guy named uh, Jose Garcia Gasset, some Spanish guy, and he said, "When you learn a new language, you gain another heart." 
And it's the idea, like, when you learn that language, you learn the Sick hard quote language. drop. <laughs> yeah. Quote yeah. drop. Jose Garcia. Uh, and so, <laughs> That's a yeah. Question. So that yeah. quote right there is the kind of thing where, like, oh, like, if I'm really going to pass on my culture, there's only so much I can pass through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still have a kid feel like he's Brazilian. Yeah. I think, you know, having that grandma, Brazilian grandma influence. Mm. Yeah. I see how American people, like, oh, my grandmother's Italian, and this, that, and the other. Like, do you speak Italian? No. You ever been to No. But they still feel like they're Italian, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if I could just get a little bit of that, that seems to work in this country. I think yeah. also, like, I think also I'd want my kids to have, like, that minority mentality, too, of, mm-hmm. like, having to hustle. I don't even care, like, I'm sure, like, America's on its way to become, like, majority brown people mm-hmm. soon. But, like, mm-hmm. I would still want my okay. kids to have, like... Not necessarily feel like an underdog, but like not take anything for granted. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that also depends on where they grow up, right? True, yeah. Yeah, where in America they grow up. And how they They see their parents. I think how how they see their parents handle the struggle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's where you get your immigrant hustle from. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm living like the sweet life, it's like. It's going to be hard for them to contextualize. It's it's basically like even if brown people become the majority, I don't want to. Act like white people who are the majority, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, you got to remember that. Like, well, I guess the other the other takeaway from this is that we feel like American culture is white culture. That's the predominant culture. Yeah, that's yeah. Point. Yeah. Is that yeah, something that we're saying that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like. Well, I think it, that's just like out. the elephant in the room, though, right? Because it, it was whole the whole. That's fucked up because like because right there's because. There's so many cultures here. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's, that's what I'm saying. I think it's like the political climate is like that. That's the opposition is kind of like. Yeah. Cause that's not fair to not just, that's not fair to them, the, the, the white folks either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, you're right. Because, uh, yeah, I don't think. You ever remember that? There was that other movie with Matt Damon where he was like a spy or something like that. And he was talking to, uh, there's a short scene where him and Joe Pesci are talking and it's like basically he's talking like Joe Pesci represents the mafia and Matt Damon shows up and he's like he represents like stuffy white dudes he's like yo we started this shit we allow you to be a little mafia here in our country like the government will fuck you up Mm. and it's this whole overriding thing of like being almost like being allowed to live here Mm. like you know when Trump says go back to your fucking country so yeah. people that he puts are him, citizens he puts him himself as or white people as a position of power yeah, yeah. to or like the, like as a gatekeeper right you know like you yeah that. so like, it's like you're no allowed as much leash as i'm giving you yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's a really weird elephant in the room to have yeah because even with the uh, elham what's her name what's the the michigan somali oh, yeah. the congresswoman uh, mm-hmm. like oh, she yeah. became a citizen you know 1990 or whatever she did mm-hmm. and then and she's out she's american and everything but i still when they go oh how, when she says some stuff it makes me cringe not because i disagree with her but because i've had this idea of like you better fucking mind your ways yeah as an immigrant growing up that's how i, I grew up like that oh i mean like watch what you say not only that but you don't have the right to say certain things because you're not one of us mm-hmm. uh, so mm-hmm. there i grew up kind of through that and as an adult trying to overcome that and it's a, that kind of gives you a little bit of a chip on the shoulder it depends I guess how people like digest it yeah but I always felt like there's this there's a limit to how much immigrants feel like they can say you know because they got a lot on the line 
Exactly. You got a lot online, and you got a lot of other people saying, how dare you? Saying, I don't think that you have the right to do that. Mm -hmm. It's not like an isolate, it's not one person saying that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to adjust what you're saying. So like, wait, so you're, sa you're saying immigrants should kind of I'm Watch saying, say, no, right? I'm not saying that. I'm oh, saying okay. that you, that's something, I'm, I'm definitely not saying that. Okay. I think that Sorry. immigrants should say whatever. No, no, no. I think immigrants should say whatever they want, but I think that a lot of immigrants grow up hearing that they're not allowed to do that. So that's yeah. like kind of like, oh. almost like, they, and so, and so when, like so, them, right. So then when I see an immigrant doing the thing that I wish I could do, almost, my first instinct sometimes is like, because oh, that's ingrained. Yeah, ingrained. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, right. I'm like, ah, yo, yeah. don't say that. But you also appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it, yeah. but I appreciate it in retrospect. I feel at the moment I'm like, no, like just talk, relax, yeah. Yeah. relax, yeah, 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 chill, like do it later. Yeah, yeah, like, I see what you're saying. Save that. That's kind of sad, right? Yeah. But you gotta navigate the system, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. You gotta kill from within, I guess, right? I guess, out. but yeah, it's the whole like, how much are you allowed to say, depending on what documents you have. So yeah, kind of, it's, it's, it can't even just be a human. You gotta like worry. You gotta be like, guys, right, yeah. I have receipts to back this up. I feel like when I'm watching um, like footage of people, like black people talking to cops, for example, right? Like, I mean, it shouldn't be like the uh, the, the levels of the amount of abuse that cops um, have been uh, uh, giving to black people has been pretty crazy over like the course of American mm -hmm. history, right? Mm -hmm. But like. Every time I see black people talk back to cops, I'm always like, uh, all right, man, like, yeah. stay in your fucking lane because you know it's about to happen. That's a parallel. Right? And it's like, like, I, like, but I appreciate, point, like, it's, it's America. We should be able to say whatever. <clears throat> we can't. Like, we can't. Yeah. Yes. You should. Yeah. Yes, you should. You're absolutely a thousand percent right. Yeah. Can you, without suffering, I mean... You gotta be just willing to accept the consequences of that. Yeah. Do you see and that changing in our lifetime? I think we just got so set back with this fucking doofus. Yeah. There's so many little tiny people growing up. He did. He has like real lit a fire shit. though. Yeah. I feel like in this next generation, like. Yeah. No, but there's gonna be. I think there's also for all the like kids that want all for all the Gretas that we got. Yeah. We got some little Byrons out there just waiting in the cut. Yeah. I think so, right? Like, I think I mean, there's just as many little mm -hmm. Trumpians waiting in the cut. Yep. Yeah. It's unfortunate. So it's That's like, it's not, yeah, you can't, I mean, I think that he's encouraged people. He's shown that, like, that you can write out a few things. You can write out a court system. You can write out people's, people waiting for someone else to take action. Mm. You can write that shit out. You can be ruthless. As long as you grab that power, then you can keep, you know, you can keep from suffering the consequences. If you make enough money and you're ruthless enough, then you suffer no consequences. But you make a good point because I think we, how you're saying there's probably some for every grad, there's probably some a little Trump out there too. But they, I think he's just well, Stephen Miller, man. Stephen Miller was that right. was like, you know, lefty Democrat uh, mm -hmm. parents, mm -hmm. and he's like the fucking. Mm -hmm. Mark of the Beast right now. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I feel like he's yeah, incited people from uh, like <laughs> just people from both sides to be more aggressive and 
Yeah, so, yeah, so no, who knows yeah. what's gonna happen. I wonder. It's either, yeah, it's, I think it's either gonna swing one way or the other. Where people are like, all right, enough. People let's are just like relax. Let's just have a president who's gonna do their fucking job and chill. I don't wanna hear from this guy or this girl for, for a minute. Yeah. Please don't be on TV all the time. Yeah, yeah. Or it's gonna, you know. On the other hand, I was saying like, I'm glad that these guys are a little bit inept mm. and they get caught because we're gonna get someone. Who's not inept? Who's not gonna get caught? And is just as shitty, and thinks just as like the crap, and he's gonna know how to get away with it. And that's the thing. And that's the thing you gotta watch out for, man. And I think, and I, 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 well, I think tying it into the whole immigrant thing, I think letting cultures in and letting other points of view in, kind of like, you know, helps buffer against that. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you, what do you guys uh, like see like nationalists and people or whoever like people who are against? Immigration? Do you do you empathize with them, or can you see their point of view, or, or is it just do you guys yeah, see it just like man. fear and hate? I think there's just abuse. I see the por- their point of view, but like not from like as in America, because America is built an immigrant. on immigrants. Yeah, built on immigrants. But yeah. I would probably understand from like outside, like from other like country perspectives. When in Italy, like you hear, I hear a lot of crazy nationalist stuff as well. Like just in Europe as well, but in Europe as yeah. a whole. And for that, that one is like an immigration problem, and an influx of of, of a whole different religion coming in. And these mm-hmm. people, it's like, preservation yeah, of their exactly. culture, and they're just like, man, like yo, because that right there, it's both sides having. A, it's like yo. Both of you got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. It can't just be one crew. It can't just be the people that lived there originally trying to figure out all the problems. It has to be the immigrant community along, like, yeah. along with the with the people that are there already figuring out how to like live together. Yeah. Good luck getting that going. And of course, there's going to be abuses. And so to your point from before where you're like, what stereotypes will happen that will set your culture back? Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine being a, a guy from Morocco in, in Italy or in trying to trying to fucking like make a living or doing something because you just go through you suffer all the stereotypes from all the African Arab countries whatever you call it and you're never gonna get anywhere mm-hmm. and so like that right there breeds a lot of like bad elements and it just perpetuates this cycle this negative cycle where like immigrants are never positive to work upon mm-hmm. because you know people are always looking for an excuse to shit on them and there's always gonna be like five out of a hundred that'll do something stupid and it screws it up for everyone else and i think like uh, like as a brazilian i don't feel like i deal with that Koreans like really not that much but i know that there's other immigrants that have to deal with way more than i do and i think some of the issues that i have don't apply to me so much as just an immigrant community as a whole yeah so like yeah i see that you're angry that there's an influx of brazilian people in here but you know there's a there's reasons why that's happening. Part of that has to do with like European governments as well, and like you know, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, industrial complex, yeah, yeah. better society and all that shit. Um, there's like this weird notion that like you know there are certain um, before like a, a heavy influx of um, new illegal immigration, as opposed from like Mexico uh, from you know, Mexican immigrants, um, that like the people like the Mexican immigrants that um you know went through the system and you know uh are living the american dream if you will uh kind of don't want the drama 
the new drama of the, the, the heavy influx of illegal immigrants. So they're like siding yeah, with the people. Yeah. They're Brazilians, but they're like, we're, I'm in. I mean, yeah. Like, y'all get that shit out of here. to stay the hell uh, on the other side of that wall. Yeah. I'm in. Don't, don't incite anything like, there's yeah, them I'm, too. And it's, com- it's, it's complicated, man. Yeah. Not every immigrant is going to think like you think they're going to think. Yeah. Because because of that, there's people that legit have that's no issue. Humans. Right. Yeah, that's just humans, man. Yeah. yeah. And we're not going to have borderless societies unless, like, you know, it becomes like Independence Day where some aliens yeah. come through and we all have to unite. We're <laughs> yeah. always going to be hating on each other. Yeah. And, it's true, like, yeah. and I think it's just a matter of figuring out the best way to navigate it, to, to mediate between. All the sides, you're not gonna make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. And I think like teaching like the next generation, like yo, you gotta learn how to compromise. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's people just it's life sucks. Otherwise, mm-hmm. yeah. it's so much better if you can like go and dip into different cultures and they take some from you and you take some from them. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot better, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 wild. It's just it's also wild how much it's changed, just in my mm-hmm. lifetime alone. How it's gone from like the kind of talk about immigrants to negative, 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 a little bit of positive. So most, I guess most of it's always been negative. Yeah. No one ever wants someone to show up. But overall, like, would you say that, <laughs> overall, would you say that, people, that, that like the world is a little bit more uh, educated without um, like particular immigrants? Like, for example, like, I feel like. We, we were just talking about this a few, uh, what, today. <laughs> um, this notion that, like, there's one or two stereotypes associated with a particular immigrant, but, like, now there's, like, way more, like, the because we know more about said immigrants, like, since I know more about Koreans now, like, I don't think of you as, like, Kim Jong-un or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. Like... I mean, like, sorry, that's, yeah. but, no, like, I never, but, but you know, but, like, I, I feel like with the prevalence of the internet, with, like, uh, immigration being a hot topic in our generation, right. like, I have a little bit more wherewithal to understand a bit more about, like, I mean, I don't know, there's, like, there's three, or not three, there's two Asians in the room right now. And I feel like, see, told and I, you. And I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three, if you ask Chinese. Wow. There's, there's, two, there's two Asians in the room right now, right? But like, I feel like in, I don't know, 2002, I would have, maybe not, maybe not me, but like, I would have probably just like lumped you all in the same bucket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rather than be like, oh, this person is Korean and this person is. Oh, uh, people do that in Brazil like, where everyone's Japanese. With Chinese, yeah, yeah. you're all Chinese. Yeah, but, but I, like, I, but I feel like that's changed over time. Like, I don't I mean yeah. maybe I'm oh. in my bubble in, in New York, but like New York's different. I think than New York's else. probably different, right? Because yeah. I mean, you're still an oddity when you get out of here. This is yeah. a very strong bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A yeah. Nice bubble. It's comfy. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Different <laughs> <laughs> bubble. You get out of here, people think all sorts of wild shit. Oh yeah. One time I was at ACL and I was doing some MC stuff, and I had to like. For whatever reason, the band wasn't getting up there on time. I had to stall for like 10 solid minutes. Mm. I played a game called What Kind of Brown Do You Think I Am? Yeah. And nobody got it right. Yeah. But is it, is it like just big the, cities? Like LA this is Austin. And New York? Oh, this is Austin. Yeah. 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 That was the first one. Yeah. 
Mexico. Someone thought Fiji Islands, which I, they said it twice, like oh, it was going to be right the second yeah. time. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, did someone say it second Filipino, time? I got, I got Filipino, uh, Mexican, uh, I, got, I got everything but Brazilian. <laughs> wow. I think I the funniest like, one is someone said German. It's still, I think, it, it will, that I kind of like still understand. And I, I know, I think it's like New York City bubble thing because of like new restaurants opening. Like Korean restaurants mm-hmm. weren't that, you know, like popular or even like when you think about Brooklyn, like there weren't that many Korean restaurants, but it's like opening up. And that's how people get. Like the culture also is like, oh, Korean food is different than yeah. Chinese food and Chinese food. Like, mm-hmm. um, I forgot what I was, what my conclusion No, I mean, like, it's, I think <laughs> so. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, um, like saying, like, how, oh, you thought, you know, like Asians, like, was like all in like the same bubble. You probably was thinking that in 2002, but now you don't. And that thing, I think, it will still, like, go on. Yeah, it wasn't until I was like, way later yeah, in life that I could tell the difference between like some Thailand. I knew there were yeah, different like, cultures. I, yeah. like, I'm like, yo, like, all right, that person, maybe don't yeah. go to the scene. I got told to everybody. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, think, I think to your point, I think, like, I'm 100% confident, confident that Asian kids in Virginia to this day are still being called like Jackie Chan or. Oh, yeah, the Jackie Chan. Whoever the most popular Asian. Who's the most popular? Like, I don't know. Jackie Chan, Jet Li, Aquafina. Yeah. But like, like, like so specific. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, but yeah, that's the Asian star today. But like, I think to your point, like, I think maybe those kids are more hesitant to like. Maybe they won't call you Jackie Chan, but they'll just they might call you Chinese. I don't know. They won't be so like. It won't be so much hurt. Fullness intended into it. Yeah. yeah, it might be more. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's changing. There's more people are more open-minded and. It does. Yeah. And, and that part of that's like PC culture, but mm-hmm. it's like. Uh, Which is yeah, it feels like that's the positive yeah. outcome of that. One of the well, positive outcomes of that. That's yeah. another thing. PC culture, I feel like, is reshaping the way that stereotypes are uh, shown on TV. Like I remember, like mm-hmm. uh, I used to watch Mad TV all the time. You are now watching Mad TV. Yeah. Mad. I used to watch that all the time, and they would have, like, as great of the show uh, it was, like, uh, they would have this this skit. Yeah. She'd look like a mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was super racist. Yeah. Yeah. Like... That was very racist. We, yeah, we, would, we would see that on Saturday, and then you get you go to school on Monday, everybody's quoting Miss Swan. Yeah. And, like... I felt like it, it made it, it made life harder for, I mean, just as an outsider, like looking in, like it, it seemed Asians. like it made it harder for Asians and yeah. like immigrants, you know, people that actually <laughs> kind of spoke yeah. like her, you know? Yeah, those um, are, yeah, those are rough. The, yeah. I... And like even, even, even coming to America for like Africans, right? Like, but I, I, think I, I don't know, some... coming to America is going to like. But like if you did that, man, I think if you, if you. Uh, the other part of it is just not uh, sweating mm-hmm. all of these, all the micro slights. Yeah. Because yeah. you, as an immigrant, you do not have time for that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Y'all do yeah. Great. You think I can do bicycle kicks and you are complimenting my behind? Then fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. It's the cross I must bear. So, <laughs> so yeah. fine. It is what it is. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And yeah. I think that can go 
both ways too. Yeah. Like I was gonna say, I think like uh, I think in this the kids these days, like this generation, it's, it's cool to be woke. Yeah. But then I also think like in on the other end of the spectrum of like someone making now. fun, someone being basically racist or like someone like mocking your accent or something like that. Mm -hmm. There's also like I feel like people who will try to like culture explain like your own culture to you. Oh so, yeah, I love that. Prove oh. like, oh yeah, I know what kimchi is. You. Would you yeah. ferment it in a what kind of pot? Do you ferment? And like sometimes you like don't want to hear that either. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, oh my God. Bro, you're trying too hard or something. You know. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. But I guess I prefer that to like you call me Jackie Chan or whatever. You know. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Yeah. But Johnny makes a good point. Like, yeah. You don't have time for being an immigrant. You don't have time for that shit. So mm -hmm. it's like, think whatever you want. Man. It'll happen. It's gonna like, happen. Whatever. It's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you just hope. I think the interaction that you have with them will change your mind. Without <laughs> yeah. having to say shit. Yeah. 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 Um, we should wrap it up soon. Yeah, let's let's do it. What you, all right, let's one last immigration question. What do you guys think has been the best, the the best American immigrant export of your lifetime? What? The best thing that immigrants have contributed. Oh. Google. I don't know. America. I mean, I would say <laughs> right? I would say food, but like if I specific dish, I don't know, like fucking tacos yeah, are like food, the most important and the most like yeah. beloved I love tacos thing in America. That can be like different. I would yeah tacos. Type of but sushi tacos? is the inter is another interesting one. People love a good sushi. Yeah, yeah. Architecture. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza. Pizza. Yeah, America. <laughs> yeah. There are no cats in America, and the streets are filled with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've got five of those last. Yeah. That's sick. <laughs> I think that's a good in way America. to end it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. All right. Well, Do you want to play Pass Fail? Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, so we have a segment called Pass Fail where we describe how we passed or failed as a mother. Oh, yeah. Um, Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I, I can't sing, and I, I sang a Christmas song at, at a client meeting the other day. Oh, yeah. And I felt it was really good. Congrats. Yeah, I was very nervous, but I knocked it out of the park, y'all. I'd sing it for you now, but it's work in progress, so I probably shouldn't do that. Okay. Uh, so that's a pass, by the way. It's kind of a gross one. Um, it's a fail. Mom, Jazzy, stop right here. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, so I had to take a shit, right? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was in a meeting, right? It was like I, I like, in the meeting you had to do it. Yeah, like I, I hopped in, I hopped into the room. I was like, I, I just gotta take a shit real quick, or I'm gonna have to take a shit the entire fucking meeting. So I like quickly ran into the bathroom, and I I, I just kind of like, you know, it was like a rush shit, right? So I did like a kind of a oh, squat, shit. right? Like I didn't. Oh God, like, <laughs> oh, I know rush shits. It was a little. It was, like a, it was It was a half squat, and the shit oh, came out in a weird angle. And for whatever reason, like I don't know, like it was such a. This is very graphic. The shit kind of hit my balls a little bit. Oh, <laughs> how did this happen? And I was like, "What? Like Sorry. I've never had this happen before." Sorry. And it was just like a really. Like, Sorry. I'm sorry. This sorry. Is what, this sorry. is your past fail. Sorry, guys. It this was, is a fail. It was in the entirety oh, of this. It was happening right now. Is your fail? It was a complete fail. fail. You never this episode of Fit. No, I'm just kidding. just <laughs> failed the ending of this. It, so, like the entire meeting, I was just like, 
Oh, you continue. Sorry. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, I wiped very well. Oh. But uh, <laughs> the entire meeting, I was just so nervous because I thought that I smelled like shit. Oh. I wasn't sure if I smelled like shit or not. Wait, you didn't wipe No, I wiped, it, I wiped it off. Everything was fine. But, like, I just got, like, anxiety because oh, of it. Oh, you're making and me it was, anxious. <laughs> it was the worst thing. I, I Like, I would have been better off just having... Oh. Okay, okay. So anyway, Bona? I hope you get it. I hope you come back for that. Wow. My bad. Visualizing this. No, that's a good fail. It was a pretty, yeah. That's a major fail. Yeah. Bona? Johnny, you go first. Oh, wow. How do you follow that? Do you want to... Yeah, do this as a plug. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I got that's my. A uh, good pass. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, that's right. Uh, last. First of all, you're running the marathon. It's a pretty big. Right. Pass. No, no. I'm running the marathon for an immigrant uh, immigration services. It's uh, called Unlocal. There are lawyers who help immigrants navigate the legal system. It's called Unlocal Inc. Mm -hmm. um, and I am running the New York Marathon and raising money. On their behalf, so please go to my crowd rides. Yeah, nice. we'll post the link on yeah. uh, in our stories and stuff. Yeah, yeah, got to run on November third. Yeah, Sunday. It's coming up. Cool. Next Sunday, one week. Don't uh, show yourself. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Last year, uh, I saw a man just totally poop himself. Ooh, wow. Oh my God. Uh, and this was like <laughs> this was mile like, like nine. Oh my uh, God. It was halfway done. Did right? he? Did he run? Did he keep running? Or? I think he did, man. Oh. It was just like I was like, oh my goodness! I couldn't believe what was going on. Oh. I was like, and it was just you could see what it was. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 we were buts yes. about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's a lot of butts in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Any, any, any non, poop stories? Any non like literally, I'm bowel <laughs> non bowel related stories. Got it. You want to take a shit right here and oh, just, wow. just, just like make it just completely fail? Oh, just go. Well, <laughs> your sleeping head headness. Uh, well, I don't know if that's a pass or fail, but I, like the audience. I thought I couldn't sleep last night because I slept all day, basically doing nothing. <laughs> But I fell asleep. Oh, that's a pass. <laughs> that's a good thing or not. So it's great. It's great. It's great. I don't know. I like but I, I, I wanted to be. I wanted to have this weekend to be like a really chill weekend. So maybe that's, that's a pass. Total pass. Although it was a very Halloween weekend, I was not feeling so much. Oh yeah, so. you could have brought up winning. Oh yeah. yeah. Whoops. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Very, it's good. Um, sharing a. Personal story. Yeah, yeah. Let's, talk, no, let's, talk about, let's talk about poop instead. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're gonna talk more about poo off camera or off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Off mic. Um, off mic. Yeah. Gross. But thanks, guys. You're Thank welcome. You. Johnny, good luck on the marathon. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Sleeping <laughs> next to me. Later. Um, <laughs> yeah. How could? How can you? Thanks, guys. Guys, contribute to Johnny's marathon thank you help the immigrants help us immigrants, immigrants. <laughs> alright guys see you in two weeks see ya in two weeks two keys wallet <laughs> alright bye <laughs>